0: Hello and welcome to episode 20. Ooh, feels like a little anniversary. If you'd like to drop me a line to tell me what you like about the podcast or anything you'd like me to add in, I could even send you a birthday wish, then email me pam at Pamborough's People Booster, here to cheer you up, calm you down and stop you going pop. Welcome to the Burnout Buster podcast to help you shed the stress. And today I'm going to be talking about what blocks you from looking after yourself. Why is it that we know what we ought to be doing to take care of ourselves and be well and avoid burnout, but we don't do it? But first, let's do some letting go. So you know the drill. I hope you know the drill by now. You're going to breathe in and roll your shoulders up to your ears and then back and down as you take some nice long breaths. And as you're raising your shoulders, I'd like you also to raise your eyebrows. And as you breathe out, as you roll your shoulders back and down, you're going to relax those eyebrows, just allowing your forehead To stop frowning for a little while. You've been so busy, you've been doing so many things. Even if you feel like you've just been sitting worrying, that's a job in itself. So let's breathe in, raise the shoulders up and the eyebrows and then relax the eyebrows. Roll the shoulders back and down. And also while you're doing that, a few more rolls to loosen the jaw and let the tongue rest in the bottom palate. Just Ease out. (laughs) That's me easing out my jaw. And just bringing yourself to a sense of stillness. So whatever you're doing right now, maybe you're busy doing something while you're listening to the podcast, just take note of those shoulders of yours. They do not belong as earrings up by your ears. So just do some letting go every now and again and some nice long breaths which switch off those stress chemicals that stop your body from being... At its full strength and immunity, which is something we all need right now. Okay, so let's get on with today's subject of what blocks our self care. So today I'm exploring this whole thing about why don't we actually do the things that we know are going to be good for our health? Why do we put off eating? You know, we kind of skip meals or we eat late or we eat things that aren't nutritious for us. We don't go out for that walk that we meant to go for. And I've, you know, I'm I'm still on this journey myself. I don't think we ever get there. It's a bit like bathing. You know, you don't do it once and for all. You have to constantly keep an eye on it so for instance i know that when i take a walk each day especially if i go where there are trees and there's some nature maybe some squirrels and some birds i live quite close to the city but there are plenty of green spaces that i can enjoy and when i spend maybe even only 20 minutes sometimes an hour having a good old march around in the uh, the green and the fresh air and the sometimes blue sky I feel better. I feel a lift in my spirits because I've been close to nature, which we're meant to do. You know, we're kind of very, um, what's the word? We're kind of disconnected from nature a lot of the time, especially at the moment where we're spending a lot a lot more time inside and less time traveling, that kind of thing. And then the other thing that I notice is that I sleep better. So on the days where I don't go out for a walk, I tend to wake in the night and feel a little bit restless. So why, if it's so good for me, do I not do it every single day? Because actually there's rarely a reason not to, but I'll think of reasons not to. So I want you to think about that right now in your world. So A, have a think about what's one or maybe two things that you could really make a difference with right now, whether that's um, what you're eating, hydrating, Finding some joy, getting outside, doing some exercise or just, you know, creating some space in your day where you're not cramming everything into your diary. What's the one thing or two things that you could do that would be a good self-care thing right now? And it might be something very pleasurable, like reading an actual book with pages, you know, printed on paper gosh, who knew they were still around? Um, but it's you know, just something, just something. I can remember when I was a teenager, and this is really weird because as a teenager, I was into um, heavy metal music. I used to go to the, what's now called the Download Festival. It was called Monsters of Rock when I was a youngster. And uh, I was a bit of a Grebo, you know, kind of a bit of a hippie really. And uh, I loved all that loud music. I loved headbanging and all of that kind of stuff. But I can remember so vividly, and I don't know why it's so vivid, but it has stuck with me all these years. And I worked out the other day that it was probably when I was about 14, 15. So it's 40 years ago now. Yes, I'm that old. And I was um, still living with my parents and my brother. And I was at home alone. And I was standing at our front room window and for some reason, I think maybe somebody had given it to my mom or for some reason anyway, I'd got some herbal tea and I made the herbal tea in a mug. And I've got this very, very 40 years. This has lasted as a very vivid image and feeling of standing at the front room window, just watching the world go by with this hot mug of herbal tea and just feeling this feeling that I didn't remember having felt before, and I think that's why the image is still so vivid because the feeling was so strong. And I imagine that what I was what I was feeling was I, I just remember it as positive. I don't really remember the specifics, but I think it was probably a sense of calm and a sense of kind of recentering and letting everything else go. Now, nowadays, I get that same sense at the end of a yoga session or when I've had a good old shake to Taylor Swift, shake it off or I've been for a long walk. So I don't know if I just completed some exercise or, you know, something physical or really it just was a a moment of kind of um, uninitiated amateurish meditation. But I basically just stood at the window with this cup of herbal tea and it's such a strong, positive memory. And I didn't really get back to that feeling or that that kind of way of doing things until I was way into my 30s, probably even 40s when I discovered yoga and realised how much difference that could make to how I was feeling. And the thing with yoga is that years and years ago i would have probably not been able to settle to yoga i would have found it too too slow too um yeah too too boring basically um but over the years i've a realized the difference it makes and slowed down myself you know but also uh discovered kundalini yoga which is quite energized and energizing so that suits me a lot better Now, getting back to the point, why don't we do those things? If when I was 14, 15 years old, I knew that standing at the window watching the world go by, probably birds in the trees, you know, whatever, people going past in the street with a cup of herbal tea, why did I then spend decades drinking too much, going out, partying, being loud and noisy, you know, all of that stuff without ever having something to balance that up and, you know, falling ill with tonsillitis or irritable bowel syndrome, the things that that used to knock me for six when I'd just done too much of all of those things. Why didn't I have that balance? Well, course part of that is that we're not taught it you know some children in school now are taught yoga at very early age and meditation mindfulness quiet time i think it's absolutely brilliant it is a really important life skill now however old you are it doesn't matter when you learn it or when you get reminded of it so you know you may already have a practice you may already have a way of creating that balance from all the busyness and all the doing and all the Focus on the outside rather than what what's going on for you and what you need. So, if that's the case that you've already got a practice, then maybe I'm just reminding you of why we need to do that. So, what are the things that you could do with doing more of to find that balance? So, maybe it's meditation, mindfulness, yoga, um, just sitting quietly, listening to music, reading a book, a walk, some time in nature, whatever those things are. What is it that stops you from doing that? Now, I was addressing that in my meditation this morning and the answer, well, I had two answers. One is that I love my work and I always prioritize my work and the people that are involved in that. So if there's a I don't know, maybe there's a customer email that I need to reply to or I have promised somebody uh, a draft outline of the wellbeing workshops that we're going to do or the full wellbeing package that we're going to put into an organisation, whatever it might be, that always takes priority. And anything else kind of falls along behind. And if it's something that is um, it's not going to impact on my customers or my friends or family, then it can fall off the list. Now, here's the thing, when you're self-care, falls off the list whether that's having a good lunch um taking a walk whatever when that self-care and i don't know i've got a problem with this word self-care let me just take a little side route here i've got a problem with the word self-care because it sounds like you're going to put a face pack on it sounds like you're going to go have a bath now i'm all for those things but this isn't about pampering this is about survival this is about what you need Every single day in order to be fighting fit, your full health, your um, physical, mental, emotional well-being and balance. That's that's what I'm talking about here. So it's not it isn't a nice to have. It isn't a little extra. It's something that's really important. And we dismiss it. We think, oh, I've got to send off this email right now or the phone's ringing or uh, I had this on my to do list and whatever it is that we were going to do for our self-care takes second place. So a lot of the focus in these podcasts is around burnout and based around my Burnout Buster book, because it's likely that you are experiencing this uh, lack of prioritizing of self-care if you're listening to this. So if if you if you're listening to this, it's about shedding the stress. It's about being a burnout buster. It's likely that you've got some of that stuff going on about your prioritizing being a little bit out of kilter. So what is it for you? For me, it's prioritizing work is one of the things or basically prioritizing anything that's to do with anybody else other than me. And yeah I should be because this is the work that I do. But still, you know, that old stuff comes up about being a hard worker and having a good work ethic that's all good stuff but it's it needs keeping in balance and then the other thing was just getting distracted and I'm going to fess up now I'm going to open up and be really honest with you that social media is something that I just get into a down you know down a rabbit hole with so I you know I check each of my social media platforms and then there might be something that I respond to It's not always work stuff. It might be just something that has um, taken my attention and literally taken my attention, taken my attention away from. So this morning, for instance, I could feel quite good about the fact that I did some yoga and meditation and uh, did a bit of journaling. And I could feel very pleased with that. But again, I'm going to fess up. I did half the amount of yoga time than I would have liked to because I'd spent too long in the morning going around with social media platforms so so when this came up in meditation you know what's stopping you from doing your self-care I had to look at that and I thought yeah I prioritize work stuff and I get lost in social media and time just honestly it's like this magical thing the time just disappears So let's not beat ourselves up, put the hammer down. We're not beating ourselves up about this. We're noticing. We're noticing with curiosity and with compassion. So we're being kind in our mind, just noticing what's going on. And we're not necessarily just chucking out what the problem is and thinking we've got to be, you know, the extreme opposite of that. So no social media, put your phone in a different room, you know, all of those kinds of extremes that we're looking for balance and it is possible. It doesn't always have to be extremes. So what is it that is stopping you from spending just a little bit more time on the things that would help you to be strong, resilient, sustainable? You know, how can you be environmentally sustainable in your own body especially if you've got difficult stuff going on, the background of the pandemic, all of that stuff. So you might even want to pause the podcast for a moment um, or just have a ponder during or afterwards about what are the things that stop you, that seem to block you. And I say seem because we always have a choice. We always have a choice whether we allow it to block us or not. So what's getting in the way? What takes the place? of your self-care. So I hope you'll have a think about that. And what we're going to do now is we're going to move into a little bit of a technique. So this is going to be a double whammy, which I hope you'll enjoy. So we're going to do something physical. And we're also going to be having a think as we're doing that. So my question to you is... What are you saying yes to? That means you're saying no to your self-care. So for me, I'm saying yes to everybody else, particularly work issues. And that means I'm then saying no to my own self-care. I say yes to social media, which means I'm saying no to a longer yoga session. So that's what we're going to be thinking about. What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? And we're going to tip that on its head. So if you've, experienced my workshops or you've listened to all the podcasts so far you may have come across this principle that I'm very passionate about which is focus on what you want not what you don't want so we need to acknowledge and notice and be curious about how we Block our self care and what's getting in the way. But we don't want to focus in on that. We want to focus in on the opposite to that. So, how are we going to change it? So, say for instance, I notice I am saying yes to social media and no to yoga. So, I need to flip that. Okay. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do the adrenal twist, which is if it's comfortable for you to put your hands on your shoulders. So, you've got your um, your elbows bent. Um, imagine you're trying to look like you've got wings. That's the kind of thing. So you've got your left hand on your left shoulder, your right hand on your right shoulder, your elbows are up, and uh, your elbows are kind of uh, straight across. So rather than being down by the sides, they're lifted up. And then we're going to twist to the left and breathe in, and we're going to twist to the right and breathe out. Um, it's something that I've done before. If that's uncomfortable for you, um, if you've got a problem with your shoulder or your neck or whatever, you can put your hands on the opposite arms, just the upper arms. So you've got your left hand on your right bicep and the uh, left hand on the right bicep. OK, and as you're doing that, so you're still twisting left and right, but only in as much as is comfortable for you. Don't hurt yourself. Do this with compassion. Remember the care model? The C stands for compassion and it's compassion for yourself. Okay, so whether you've got your hands on your shoulders or on opposite arms, we're going to twist to the left and breathe in and we're going to twist to the right and breathe out. And as you're doing that, begin uh, with quite powerful breath, but go at the speed that feels right for you. So I'll just do the breathing so you can tell what speed I'm going. But you can do it slower than that if you want to. You can do it quicker than that if you want to. Take the head with you. You're not kind of leaving the head in the middle. You're taking the head with you. And close your eyes. If it's safe to close your eyes, then close your eyes so that you don't get dizzy. And that you're taking your focus inside. Now, as you're doing that, imagine what you look like. You look like you're saying a huge no. It's a big twist left and right saying no. So as you're doing that, breathing into the left, breathing out as you go right, I want you to imagine what you need to start saying no to. Is it too much of some, something or other? Do you need to be saying no to um, sitting about? you need to be getting up more? What is it you need to say no to? So we'll do that for a few more twists. And thinking about what you need to say no to and imagine that becoming easier and easier. Remember, it's about balance as well. It can be a complete, you know, for instance, switching off of the phone, but it can just be about balance and then come to stillness. Let your hands rest for a moment and just sit for a moment, just noticing how that feels. Maybe you've helped your shoulders to feel a little looser. Maybe the breathing has helped. If you were busy doing something that you needed all your faculties for and you were just listening rather than doing, then just elongate the breath as you're doing whatever it is that you're doing so that you are still getting some of the benefit of the techniques. And then try it later. Try a bit of a twist. Okay, now we're going to go for the yes. So I want you to think about what you'd like more of. I'd like you to think about whether it's quiet time, sanity space, you know, creating spaces in your diary where you just get to catch up or take a quiet moment. Maybe it's about being outside. I want you to think about one, maximum two things that you are going to be saying yes to. Okay, the things you'd like more of. And then all we're going to do is a very slow nod. Yes. So you bring in your chin down to your chest. And if it's comfortable, if you haven't got any neck problems, you can take your head a little further back so it's almost like you're resting your head on your shoulders, on the on the back of your neck, and then coming all the way down to nod. Yes. Now do this with your eyes closed. Do it with nice long breaths. Nice and slow with deep breaths, doing it with compassion. See of the care model. Kind in your mind, kind in your body. Nodding yes, easing your neck out. And if that's crunching and clicking, if it feels very tight in your neck and shoulders, then make sure you're booked on to my next free spa. They're the last Monday of every month, 6.30 till 8 on my YouTube channel. And you can get yourself a ticket to make sure that you remember it. And you will learn self-massage and easing out all of that tension. So continuing to breathe nice and long and to nod yes. What is it you're saying yes to? Imagine yourself. When you start to picture these things, they're more likely to happen. You're more likely to feel drawn towards them. It's more likely to feel like a positive thing that you're looking forward to. So whether you're picturing a walk or healthy food or plenty of hydration, just noticing what are you going to say yes to? might even be saying yes to some help, some support, some collaboration, something that's going to help you rather than feeling like you've got to be the big superhero doing everything yourself. Maybe it's about delegation. You're going to say yes to passing something on to somebody else for them to do. And then bringing yourself to stillness. And again, eyes gently closed if that's safe for you right now and noticing how you feel. Let's just tilt our heads left and right. So by this, I mean you're leaning your ear to the shoulder one side and ear to the shoulder the other side. So you just, you've moved in all the different directions. Roll your shoulders back a couple of times to bring yourself to centre and just notice how that feels. So what we're basically doing is we're saying no to the stuff that is too much, that's taken us out of balance. And we're saying yes to the things that are going to bring health, uh, maybe a bit of fun as well. Maybe you need to say yes to a few fun things that are going to lift your spirits a little and give you a bit of respite in the day. And to also think about, you know, what's the reality when we take on too much, when we haven't got room for our self-care, it may be because of that R of the care model that we're getting mixed up between our intention to do good things for be really helpful to lots of other people and the reality of how much time, energy and resources that we have. So just noticing that, why you do end up saying yes to the things you you should be saying no to. Just noticing why that is with curiosity and with kindness. So that's our Burnout Buster podcast for today. Episode 20, little anniversary there. Uh, I would like to invite you to follow me on all social media and then I can be completely distracted by catching up with the things that you're doing and saying. So you can find me Burrows People Booster, just put it into Google. you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, but most importantly on YouTube where you can get loads of free um, free things to help you to calm down or cheer up or feel confident whatever it is that you might need. I'd like to thank the Feel Good Club, who are still a smallish bunch, but uh, small and beautifully formed. Val, Mia, Carol, Emma, Stacy, and Deborah. If you'd like to join them, then uh, give me an email, pam at pamboros.com. I may be changing the platform, so best thing is to email me. And you can join us for Wellbeing Wednesdays, which is an hour and three quarters of feel good techniques in a live Zoom room where you can interact and have a lovely time every single Wednesday. Sometimes it's a recording when I have to do other things, but usually it's a live thing and it's just delightful. So I hope that whatever you've got on for the rest of today, that you take care of your very precious self.